we went to a restaurant the other day and I couldn't finish my meal. So the waiter said, do you want a box for the leftovers? And I said, no, I'd rather wrestle you. Hi there, my name's James and thank you so much for checking out my podcast, Dad Mind Matters. Helping men to safely navigate family life without losing their minds. This podcast is part of an A to Z parenting help series and we're on the letter P. I'm a happily married father of three and we live on the south coast of the UK near Brighton. I started this podcast because I want to create an online community that genuinely supports parents, specifically dads, and specifically dads like myself who sometimes struggle with their mental health. If that sounds like something you'd like to support, please follow this podcast, or if you're watching this on my YouTube channel, please hit subscribe. So the first P of successful parenting is parenting styles. If someone was to ask me what my parenting style was, it would probably be hopefully not making the same mistake I made earlier today, but probably accepting I may, but aiming to do better next time. I think the only parenting style that works is the one that works for your child. And no child is the same. They all have completely different needs. We're all very complex as human beings. So whatever parenting style helps work for you and for them is probably the one you should go for. And when I say parenting styles, for example, are you a bit of a sergeant major? Do your kids creep around, scared they might make too much noise? To be honest with you, if that's the case, I don't think that's a parenting style that's ever going to do either you or them any good. Your children should never be scared of you. Respecting someone is not the same as being scared of them. The way you get their respect is by earning their respect. Being consistent, by admitting when you get things wrong. It's by showing them through your actions that you're doing your best, that you love them, that you're going to do your best for them whenever you can. Respect is earned. It's not a God-given right. Just because you happen to be their parents, it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to respect you if you don't earn it. On the complete other end of the parenting style scale, I don't think it's good to be too passive, to always be giving in, to not pick them up when they're rude or disrespectful to you. I suppose the balance we're all kind of looking forward to is somewhere in between the bossy sergeant major on one end and Mr. Marshmallow doormat at the other. I think the best parenting style will incorporate these things. Being consistent. Doing what you're going to do when you say you're going to do it. You should always judge someone by their actions, not what they say they're going to do. If you tell your children you're going to play table football with them before they go to bed, then you need to play table football with them before they go to bed. Because they won't respect you if they don't trust you, and they won't trust you if you don't back up your words with actions. We have three children, and I always do my best to make sure that we give an equal amount of love, support, and attention to each of them. Sometimes that's easier said than done. But if my daughter has had to sit and watch patiently while I coach two Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu kids' classes that the boys were involved in, then in my mind she's kind of owed some attention before the end of the day. Be that a game of Cluedo, game of tennis on the Nintendo Switch, neither, if I'm honest, are two things that I'm that wild about. I also think it's really important to have a parenting style which means you're firm. Firm but fair. If they learn that all they have to do is just repeat the question until you basically buckle and give in to whatever it is they want you to do, then you're kind of making a rod for your own back. If they haven't eaten all their supper because they're suddenly full, but then 10 minutes later want a chalk ice, I think you need to remind them, well, hang on a minute, thought you were full. I always do my best to try and explain the rules before we get to this point. If they haven't eaten any of the vegetables or any of the things you want them to, but are claiming they're full, you say, well, that's absolutely fine. But just to know, if you don't finish this, there'll be no chalk ice. If if you then buckle and give them a chalk ice, then you've lost. And they've learned you're a pushover. But it's also of equal importance to be fair. In that we've got three children, whatever expectations for behaviour we have for one, we have to have for the other two. I've said this before in previous podcasts, but sometimes they need you to be the adult. The fact that you've been on the planet longer than them, maybe 20 or 30 years longer than them, is enough of a reason. 
The thing is, kids are clever, and they know that at the end of the day, it's probably the best time to ask for that thing they probably shouldn't be asking for. The thing to get around to this is stick together. If you can work as a team with your partner, backing her up and asking her to back you up, then that really helps. Not only will they realize they can't play you off each other, but they know it's going to be much harder work to get their own way. As well as being firm and fair, I also think it's important to be prepared to admit when you get things wrong. The more human you can be, and the more that your children can see that it's okay to get things wrong and apologize and own your mistakes, the more you're helping them when they're adults or their parents in the future. Obviously, it's much harder because as they're your children, they're related to you. They have a much bigger emotional effect on you. But if you can treat your children with the same respect that you treat some of your best friendships, you're not going to go far wrong. Obviously, they need you to be the parent. They're not equals. But in the same way that you show respect to your friends by turning up on time, by being consistent, by doing what you say you're going to do, by being honest, then these are all qualities that you should look to incorporate into your parenting style. In the same way that my wife probably wouldn't want to be married to a bossy, scary sergeant major man or a wet lettuce doormat person, the same can probably be said for your kids. Think of all the relationships in your life. Think of the people you respect. Why do you respect them? What is it you respect about them? What qualities do your friends and family have that you think, oh, I wish I was a bit more like them. It's usually a combination of people who are friendly, kind, consistent, apologize when they need to, are showing you they're doing their best by their actions, are really honest with you, clearly have your best interests at heart, can be relied on, don't take themselves too seriously, make the effort, and are fun, loving, positive people that you like to spend time with. The second P of successful parenting is play. Irrespective of how old you are, you are never too old to play. We've got through some generally tough days by making things a game. Sometimes the only way to get my kids to brush their teeth, put their shoes on, find their own book bags, is on the idea that whoever does it first will get to sit in the front seats or gets to choose which radio station we listen to. Being an adult is naturally going to bring stress with it. When you're a parent and you have to manage your house and pay the bills and you get older, maybe have to start being more of a parent to your parents. Life can be stressful. Playing FIFA with my son, especially when I'm rubbish and keep passing the ball to no one or accidentally throwing the ball into the stands or running into my own players, is as much fun for him as it is for me. Hearing him giggle with delight at how bad I am at a game and also how much it doesn't bother me is really important. Having a family table football tournament is really funny. It's also a great way to show them your human side. Yes, you're their dad, but you're also just a 46-year-old man doing his best. You can teach your children a lot of life lessons through play. Last night, me and my son were playing FIFA and I was losing. And he kept saying, aren't you upset that you're losing? I'm like, no, I'm enjoying the fact that I'm spending time with you. It'll help to challenge their perception of what's important in life. Playing sports or board games with your kids is a good way to show them how to deal with disappointments when you don't win. How to to be a good loser, how to be happy for someone else, how to keep your disappointment in a box. I still have very fond memories of playing card games like Happy Families with my mum, dad and my brothers and sisters. My sister and dad pretending they're not bothered but being fiercely competitive. My brother trying to hide his cards behind the fruit bowl. Me getting stroppy when I didn't win. And my mum keeping her emotions in check. And that being the reason she probably won every round. And the third P of successful parenting is prepare. If you fail to prepare, you prepare to fail. 
Sometimes we all need a bit of kick up the bum to do the last job of the day for our kids or play that last game. And the one thing that has often helped me is that I have an obligation. I help to bring them into this world and it's my job to prepare them for the world. The next time that voice in my head says, oh, I can't be bothered to go to the park or I really don't want to play any more Cluedo. Just remember these two things. Firstly, the days that your children want your attention are numbered. And from everyone I've spoken to who has older children, like teenage children, they say when that day comes, it's really sad. And you suddenly massively regret all the times when you just didn't have the energy or were a bit lazy. You're also preparing them for the world. And any interaction you have with your children is a great opportunity to pass on some knowledge. Develop and strengthen your relationship with them and do everything you can to prepare them for life. I don't want to look back when they're teenagers or adults and think, "Mm, I didn't really prepare them for that situation. I could have done something about that. So just to clarify, the three P's of successful parenting. P number one, parenting style. When it comes to parenting styles, it's not a one size fits all. No one child is the same and therefore no one child has the same wants or needs. I'm always striving to be somewhere between not too controlling and bossy and not too much of a pushover. If you can do that and you can own your mistakes and commit to try and not make the same ones again, I think that's the best you can do. And the second P is for play. The idea of sitting down to a game of Cluedo is never something I want to do. But like anything, like exercise or meditation or going to a jiu-jitsu class or having a cold shower, after I've done it, I'm really glad I did. And in this time you're going to get to spend with your children, which is a finite resource that will at some point run out, just do it. And the third P of successful parenting is prepare. Whenever I need a bit of a mental kick up the bum to do the right thing or spend time with my kids or do that thing I said I'd do for them before the end of the day, I just remind myself that it's my job to prepare them for the world. And I really don't want to look back and regret not having made the effort when I had the chance to do so. I really hope you got something in this podcast. And as I said, I'm on a bit of a mission to try and create an online community that really supports parents, specifically dads and specifically dads like myself, who sometimes struggle with the mental health. If that sounds like something you want to support, then please follow this podcast. Or if you're watching this on my YouTube channel, please hit subscribe. I hope wherever you are in the world, you're okay. Take care. In every moment, there's potential drama, like brushing the teeth of an angry llama. But don't worry, because you're the daddy. Dad Mind Matters, helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday. My book, First Time Dad, A 42-Week Guide to Pregnancy, is available in Kindle and paperback form on Amazon and an audiobook form on Audible. To sign up for my monthly newsletter, please visit my website, www.dadmindmatters.com.